hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
said to them, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go on your way. See, I am sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals, and greet no one on the road. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this house. And if anyone is there who shares in peace, your peace will rest on that person. But if not, it will return to you. Remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide, for the laborer deserves to be paid. Do not move about from house to house. Whenever you enter a town and its people welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick who are there and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whenever you enter a town and they do not welcome you, go out into its streets and say, Even the dust of your town that clings to our feet, we wipe off and protest against you. Yet know this, kingdom of God has come here. Whoever listens to you listens to me, and whoever rejects you rejects me, and whoever rejects me rejects the one who sent me. The seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, in your name even the demons submit to us. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. See, I have given you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits submit to you, but rejoice that your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. That we may be devoted to you with our whole hearts and united to one another with pure affection. Two. 
famous prophet Elisha. And all Elisha did was to send a messenger. That's right, he didn't even go himself to meet the great Naaman. He sent a messenger to tell Naaman to go and to take a bath. In today's gospel, Jesus sends out 70 disciples in pairs to go ahead of him and let the people know one simple thing, that the kingdom of God was coming near to them. That's all. And if the villages that they visited didn't want to hear it, the 70 were to go on their way. If they did want to hear it, the disciples were to stay with them for a while in the same house and accept the hospitality of those who welcomed them. Jesus wanted the disciples to be with the people, that the people might know the kingdom through relationships with those who knew of God and through Jesus. I think Jesus simply wants us to be together so that we can experience him through one another. The 70 were sent out as a congregation not unlike us, an early form of church family. They were sent out in pairs, never meant to be alone or to work alone or to journey alone or to be vulnerable alone. And man, were they vulnerable because Jesus didn't let them take anything with them. Now, if you have ever packed a car for a road trip, you might know that our human inclination for preparing for a journey is not simple. Two weeks ago, I packed my family off for two nights of camping near the Connecticut River, just a couple hours from here, on a farm. I started packing the car at 9 a.m. When I left to pick my daughter up from school at 2.15, I was nearly done. <laughs> we went home and finished up and then went down the street to pick up a friend and her daughter who were riding with us. And it took 45 minutes to pack their things into my station wagon. We were a ridiculous jumble of booster seats. I don't know if you've ever tried to put three booster seats next to each other in the back of the car. It takes a lot of time to get. We were a jumble of booster seats and pillows and blankets, snacks, tarps, tents, water bottles, and clothing for every possible activity or weather event. And we were going camping to enjoy a couple of days of simplicity. <laughs> when simplicity is a it is actually rather delicious. It brings rest to our busy spirits. It makes room for God. And it requires us to need others. It demands companionship. When companionship is partaken of, when we live into our need for one another, we become a sliver of the kingdom that those 70 disciples spoke of. And so, as Jesus sent his people out to do big, important
And that is the fact that in this place, together, we depend on one another and on God. We worship God and we offer up our lives so that Christ might send us out to carry God's kingdom of love everywhere we go. And so that we might know that we are never, never traveling alone. Michael, our presiding bishop, 
bishops, priests, and deacons. I ask your prayers before our, our president and charge our government. We pray for all who govern and full authority in the nation's Grant us grace to be your will in all that we undertake. We pray especially today for John, Dorothy, Franklin, Joan, John and Heather, Richard, Andy, Jenny, Lyra, Jude, Kathy, Theo and Henry, Dorothy, Eva, Phil, Barbara, Gina, Susan, Barbara, Bob, Betsy, Nora, Arnie, David Jr., Clinton, Dale, Will, Tom and his family, Susie and Ellen, Kristen, Lewis, Ellie, Susan, Peter, Kirsty, Eric, Gail, Jim, Wynn, Harry, Eleanor, Wynn and Jesse, Spencer and Lisa, <coughs> those without jobs, those serving in the military, all who work for peace, and all those suffering in safely war-torn countries, are there others?
our towns and cities, and accept this gift of food. May it be blessed by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to minister in your name. Celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrament. 
and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory are yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. 